guys, welcome back to the Old Glory Red Report, supporter channel for the supporters, by the supporters. Back with Mark Anthony, KCJ here. We are going to be talking about that Austin Bold game. Um, maybe it wasn't the most boldest game we've ever watched, uh, ha. but uh, we got the point. So we'll get with that right after this. Alright guys, so thanks for joining us. What a game we got for three points. What was your overall take on it? Uh, overall take was, I thought the bold came in trying to just make things as difficult as possible. 100%. I think, I don't know if they came in looking for three points, but that soon shifted if they were and started looking for three. The second half, they really dug in. Uh, I, I don't really think any of their forwards were pressing past the midline. No. They were sitting 11 players in their half, making life very difficult for us. And although we controlled the game up and down, we didn't have too many uh, chances to score just because it was so tight in that 18. Yeah, the heat map would show this game got played a lot in the midfield. Um, I mean, in our offensive half of the midfield, granted, yeah. but... That final third was not lit up on those heat maps. And it's been a problem we saw last season. I think we're still having that with uh, this season as well. It's just that final touch, that final thought. Blackwood had a shot on, BJV had a shot on, Iwas had a shot on. So we're getting the shots on, but they're just not getting it in the back of the net. So Right. Let's jump into Austin. They came out in a 4-4-2, kind of that defensive-minded 4-4-2, as you talked about. They stayed in two blocks of four and pretty much sat back the whole game. They were a team that we thought would maybe be a little more energetic seeing that they were 1-1-1 one, one, and one, and had a little more going forward in some other games. I didn't think they were going to sit back like they did. Was that something you expected from this team? I kind of did just because they're a team that hasn't scored a lot of goals. They also haven't given up a lot of goals. So yeah. their games are, you know, 1-0 in, in an Austin Bold game is probably what you're gonna, going to see a lot from them in their results this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, maybe there would be a little bit more openness in the game than what we saw. So. Yeah, I could see it go that way, but I still thought early in the season, you're a new team like Austin, maybe you just go for three points. That's, if you don't get it, you don't get well, it. Well, and that's what I thought we would see with kind of, like I said, they've had like a mixed bag of performances. I thought maybe they would come, but in their defense, and I think we'll see it a lot at Papa Murphy's Park, where teams in the lower half of the table, even the middle of the table, will come to Papa Murphy's Park and try to sit back a little bit and nick us on the counter, just because we are a very good quality team. And it's going to be hard to come to Papa Murphy's Park this season and get points. Yeah, and Austin's a veteran team. So I think, you know, they're comfortable playing ugly games uh, and getting results if they can. Obviously, they didn't get a result, but they were pretty close to leaving Sacramento with a point. Well, and it's, you know, it's not the greatest game for the fans. It's not the most entertaining game. But as a new club, really, getting results is all that matters coming into it. Absolutely. So what do you think about our guys? I think we came out in a 4-2-3-1. That's what the, the information is telling me. I do think we move into a 4-3-3 when we're attacking, trying to get Blackwood and Bijev up a little bit higher with Iwasa. What was your overall take from us? Do you think McCrary had a good start? Was Villarreal one of the guys that you think did really well this game? Well, you know, another game, another starting 11. It yeah. seems to be a Simon Elliott occurrence where I don't know if he's ever even started the same 11 twice. I don't think so. Maybe 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 two games consecutively, but definitely not three, four, five. You know, there, like you take a look at some of these teams in like the English Premier League and other teams, 
they got a pretty solid 11 that they go with in case, unless there's an injury or something like that. You know what to expect for most times with minor changes. Right. And, you know, with also having maybe a deeper squad this year than in seasons past, we're probably going to see two to three changes on average each game instead of maybe one or maybe two. I don't know if that's the best thing or not, in my opinion, but, you know, you kind of, I, in my, I'm just going off the data, right? Yeah, I would rather we get a set lineup, like you said, where we know some guys are going to congeal together a little bit better. I think there's a little incoherency going forward. Um, luckily, our back line has been pretty solid. Like I said, we did see McCreary come into this one, and I thought he did fairly well playing out left. Um, I didn't have any complaints, but he also didn't have anything going forward either. But overall, the back line has been pretty mm -hmm. consistent. Harris has been in and out a little bit, but very well. I thought that McCrary had a solid start. Now, I didn't expect a lot from him going forward, and I don't even know if he's really the most forward-thinking uh, defender. But defensively, he was very stout, very solid, athletic. I liked what I saw from him in his first start. Now, going to the entire starting 11, I was uh, questioning having Villarreal so high up the pitch because I don't really feel like he's a 10. He was definitely playing the 10 role. Awasa was shifted forward as that sole striker yes, he was. instead of playing underneath Bonomo as he had for the beginning of the season. And honestly, I wasn't a big fan. Even though we ended up getting the win and Villarreal did score the decisive goal, I don't think that was our best attacking formation going forward. No, and I agree. And like I said, uh, we really have had that same issue we had last year. It's that final third. For me, I actually I have to praise Villarreal a little bit. I've given him a lot of shit and a lot of stick in the past, but I thought he did really well in that position. And one of my biggest complaints from him is his hustle back on defense and leaving some gaps in the defense. So I think playing that position suited him really well. He seemed very comfortable in that position. Uh, he's one of those guys that has a great pack pass accuracy. Mm -hmm. So if you get him in a position where he can put the ball up to some other guys, he'll create chances. So I really did like to see that from him. So maybe we'll see more of that. Maybe we'll see him uh, yeah, go back. Uh, my only thing is is that I, we need to see more creativity in our final third. And Absolutely. I don't and I don't just mean that with just passing the ball, but our movement. We. We get very stagnant in opposing teams' defensive thirds, and we have the players, we have the talent, but sometimes I think that the players are a little restrictive in their movement. Like, yeah. they might be playing off the out ball on the movement. left. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, we need to see more cutting runs from the outside in from wide players like Bijev Blackwood. We also need to see our number 10, whether it's Villarreal. Uh, and this is the reason why I, yeah. I, I kind of like Awasa in that 10 roll is because Awasa's looking for that cutting run. I mean, if, if you're going to put it between Awasa and Villarreal in that role, I'd rather have right. Bonomo back in and Awasa sitting back in the 10. Right, exactly. Now, oh, and Awasa, he, he's got this, the frame and the mobility to where he makes one of those cutting runs. He can keep a defender off of him and get a shot off. So, yeah. you know, going forward, I still think we're going to have to be a little bit more assertive in the final third. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there was guys that were a little off their game too. I don't think Bijev had his best game going forward. Um, so, you know, I, I just don't think as a whole we gelled on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, Bijev looked a little rusty. Yeah, Bijev looked a little rusty. Our midfield, like Blackwood had a couple good chances, a few good runs, but he didn't really create too much either. There just wasn't, like you said, I guess, it's just not that creativity up front, and those guys just kind of looked flat for me this game. Um, the big talking point is going to be Villarreal's goal. Uh, it was ruled an own goal. It looks like it might be a turn back over now to being Villarreal's goal again, but 
the excitement, capture the excitement for us when that ball goes in the net? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, we're from our vantage point, we're on the other side. So it was a little tough to see how the ball ended up in the back of the net. We saw Villarreal take a shot. We see the ball go through some bodies and we see the ball hit the net and we hear people cheer and that's all we need, right? So uh, w when that happened, I mean, obviously 85th minute, uh, we're all thinking, man, like, are we going to leave here with a tie? This would be a little disappointing that we weren't able to crack their defense this game. But, man, he scores the goal, and it sets up a perfect night at Papa Murphy's Park. Look, there's something to be said about scrapping out wins. Um, I know it wasn't the most beautiful game we've ever played. Did we smash them 3-4-0? No, but we got three points. Points are points, and, man. And that's what matters. And, uh, you know, the basis of one of the great teams out there are the ones that can win on their best day and also win on their worst days. Yep. So I think for us this was three good points on a day that we weren't the best. I did want to talk a little bit. Looked like Blackwood did pull up a little bit at the end. Um, we have heard that it was probably just cramping, so I do expect him to be back in to, uh, for Portland coming up. I don't think it's going to be a big deal, so... Uh, we'll keep you posted when we get some more information on that, but I think he's going to be fine from what I understand. So, not too much to worry about that. Let's go ahead and jump over to your man of the match, man. Who do you think was your standout guy out of uh, not a bunch of standouts? Uh, my man of the match is going to be Mitchell Tainer. Tainer, We okay. saw him I, slide I, into the center back role. Harris got, um, got the night off. Now, he did come in later in the game as a defensive replacement to see the game off, but... Um, and I like that decision. And, he, by and you know what's funny is that I keep saying we're going to see a game where Kynan doesn't get the start. And Kynan has been the one that's been, he's been the one in the roster every 100%. week. He's been in the and starting And he's our run. captain. Exactly. And he's been great. There's no reason to take him off the field. But uh, seeing Tainer go in for Horace, Horace has been exceptional in my opinion. I but I got to give it to Tainer. He was 80 for 88 in his passes this game. He had five clearances. Uh, never really had his man. I mean, really anybody on the back line didn't leave any holes or gaps no. open. The two half chances that Austin got were, you know, one was from a set play and one was from a 35-yard free kick that I don't know if it was that dangerous really, but it went through some bodies, so it, it was a little bit. It's hard for Cohen to see it last minute, so Cohen yeah. does get down to it a little bit late, and I think that's where the nerves on that one comes from, mm -hmm. and that's why it looked a little worse than it probably was. It's not the best kick from the um, Austin player, but Cohen does see it a little bit late through the wall, so that was the, that yeah. was the nervy aspect of that. Yeah, so for me, Tainer is going to get my man of the match just because he was very good on the ball. Um, and one thing we didn't see is we didn't see a lot of play through our midfield no. this game. And Kynan and Tainer were two players that ha actually had multiple long passes in this game to, to spring wide players in good positions and start an attack in an advanced position, which, you know, we have the center backs and Horace too. The, our center backs are very technically gifted players. Absolutely. They're not your you know, your father's uh, 1990 center backs where, you know, they just root, boot the just ball root the force field. all day. Yeah. yeah, you know, we got players that can play, so it's nice to have that option. Well, I, I like do to mention, see too, some, they do, do have the root force, though. They do Kyle have Newt's it. a big guy. Taylor's a big guy. Harris, Harris is, is the a big guy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like these are the small guys, though, but no. they do have that technical talent. Absolutely. Yeah. So, who's yours? I've got to say, I... Totally agree with the Tainer. I think he's been amazing. Not just last game he had a good game, but I think he's had great games for us. And he's Versatile been moving, too. Yeah, he's been moving from left back to center back. We've seen him play a few different positions. So I think he's been great. 
you mentioned mine already. Kynan was the guy for me. Uh, he maybe, deserves some recognition. Maybe he didn't do anything in this particular game to be like, that was the standout moment of the game, but he's our captain. He's been in there week after week, and he's been doing great, great performances from him. In a game where I don't really have anybody else that I would call it, I'm going to say he earns it above everybody else. Hey, you know what? When your center back is not making the news every week, is not participating any headline-worthy yeah, plays, absolutely. that's probably a good thing. 100%. No news is good news, right? Job, yeah. right? Absolutely. Business as usual is what I like to see from the back four, right? 100%. So, to wrap it up, it was kind of a flat game. Um, for us in the stands, maybe got a little boring at points when it got logged down in the midfield. But we took three points from Austin at home. We're still going to keep that fortress going at Papa Murphy's Park. Hopefully we continue that all season, make this a real hard place for teams to come, make them want to sit back on us and defend and just try to get a point here. I think that's a, you know, it says a lot for the team we are. And the next home game is against Phoenix. Now, Who have Phoenix, not been doing well. Phoenix has had the greatest start to the season, but we know that's an early season marquee matchup and people, fans across the USL, not just Republic or Phoenix fans, that's a game where they see on the schedule like, oh, I'm going to keep tabs on that one. Absolutely. And we did expect more from Phoenix this season. They haven't started out so well. Long season, though. I still think they'll kick it into gear eventually, so it's not a game that we can take lightly at any means. All right. So I do appreciate you guys all watching these. We did do a post-match reaction after the game. Well, we will be doing those after all the home games, and we will be at some of the watch parties, so find us. We had a few technical issues, so we weren't able to get that out for you this week. But for everyone that came out and talked to us, we really appreciate it. If you'd like to come out and talk to us again, please do come meet us after those matches. Get your voice out there. Let us know what you want to you know, say, what you want to hear from us even more. Um, Facebook, we're at Old Glory Red Report. Twitter, Instagram, Old Glory Red. If you're watching subscribe this on YouTube, down below. I think subscribe. it's right here, maybe. It's going to be over here somewhere. Yeah. Over there, here. Um, anything you like to add to the end of this, Mark? Nope. Uh, great crowd. Great atmosphere. Tailgating was good. Weather was good. It was a good game. It was. It was just a solid day for soccer. Just because, hey, we didn't, we didn't have any rain. The weather held up. I thought that the crowd was the most electric so far this season. Uh, it was good. You know, our third home game. And I thought it was our best turnout. Not yeah. just numbers-wise. But it was definitely rocking. I so. think they said we're just shy of 11,000. Yeah. So, I mean, a good turnout, great turnout. All right, again, we appreciate you guys watching these videos. Until next time, peace.